Hello everybody and welcome to another talk here. So I've put in some work on um, on Green and Dolphin Street, the arrangement. Um, and I thought maybe I'll, I'll even just share a little bit of uh, the process that I go th through um, for uh, making videos for the YouTube channel. Um, and in some sense for if I if I make you know, an arrangement for myself to play. Some of these things will apply too. So um, um, when it comes to the YouTube channel, um, I'm trying to reach, you know, um, um, a fairly broad audience, at least within guitar, you know, and, and if it's for this channel, um, you know, the jazz thing. So I know, um, you know, a lot of uh, folks will will have some some chops going for sure um, um, and maybe maybe a lot of chops um, it's hard to say you know um, who exactly is watching all the videos but some people might even be beginners so certain tunes are not really gauged towards beginners some are but anyway Kind of often the goal is to have something that's fairly accessible, playable, and just in general, really kind of practical to use if you, you know, playing a concert or something, you might want to um, embellish things or make some different changes to things. But if you're doing a, um, and so I think, I think it, a lot of these arrangements could be done as you know, used as starting points, you know, or something like that. But, um, but you know, if you're playing uh, like a casual sort of thing, um, these can provide a a good um, good framework to work from. I would definitely encourage folks to change things, uh, and I, I'm sure that happens. You know, you work through a certain arrangement and then starts to evolve into its own your own kind of direction but anyhow I thought I'd um, cover that a little bit so um, so a part a part of the process you know before I get to to all this is um, is to come up with maybe some basic idea of some shapes and that's what we did with the harmonizing melody you know basically um, how does the melody note uh, relate a chord and what's a kind of go-to chord shape or um, Joe Pass would call them grips I think you know what's a shape that just kind of works in a practical sense you know right so we come up with this kind of kind of shape and then so I might I might start writing some things out or I might not um, usually I don't but um, at some point, I have to I have to write it to get it onto a video. Uh, if I'm using the notation in the tablature, so I'll come up with some ideas and then um, I'll, I'll play I'll play through and see what what feels maybe doesn't feel great or what feels really good, um, even just uh, time wise, but also just just for the for the fingers, you know, moving from one chord shape. Is this chord shape really going to move that well, or is it going to be a constant struggle? 
um, to work against. Like I said, I want something that folks can really play and not necessarily work up to, but maybe need to. All right, so let's um, let's kind of dive into this anyway. So that's the process, and um, so at the time, I think Saturday night and other nights too, but I spent a lot of time Saturday night just um, playing, you know, four bars, eight bars, four bars, two bars, one bar, over and over again, and just feeling it out. And so that's a process that I that I tend to go through. All right, well, let's look at it. So here we go. We'll move over to um, the screen. So I, at, at this point, usually I find some notation errors. Um, so um, this is the kind of first draft. It's, ri it's written out as, as, I, um, as I think I'm playing it. <laughs> that doesn't always turn out to be the case. Um, but uh, so oftentimes there's like something it's a fret off or something some notation there's always some notation problem you know there's like there's got to be some issue in the notation but who knows maybe not so anyway we have this e flat major seven playing kind of c minor seven chord shape so kind of an e flat six rather than major seven is notated there but those kinds of things I'll just leave like that because um, those, that's the change of the, um, uh, the, the those are just the chord changes so the voicing that I play you know may end up being a little bit different okay all right and then we switch over to E flat major seven at that point. And then we're doing kind of a super simple thing. We're just kind of pulling out of that arpeggio uh, the notes. And that's mainly why I'm using that chord shape, right? So I can play the chord and then, and then play the single notes out of it. And it just kind of works. Okay, and then we're going to have this shape a lot. Right. So again, G flat major 7 over E flat or E flat minor. Okay, that's where the melody is too. Okay, and then we're going to play this F major 7. It's over the E flat, and that's going to be taken care of by the bass. Play that note again. Okay, then I'll make some little decisions, like um, when I'm playing it, um, you know, like I said, Saturday, or I, I had a few a few other sessions I worked into, but um, um, I'll, I'll make some little decisions and uh, create a little bit rough backing track, and uh, maybe I'll record a little bit as I um, play. So, so I decided to rest here 
because you get into some issues with um, fingerings and stuff. Um, so you could kind of play F major seven and then hold that C and then maybe play this, but then yeah, that kind of starts sounding like A flat seven. So, and that's not the only determining factor, but just seemed to work well to just kind of rest there and then play this voicing. Okay, which is written there and I am recording this for the uh, podcast, so um, try to keep this audio friendly as well. Basically, this is C-sharp minor 7 chord in root position. Minor 3rd, major 3rd, minor 3rd. Alright, and then pretty much using that so that I can do the same thing I did with the E-flat major 7. I can play the melody right out of it. And then moving into here. Now here I came into a little bit of a technical issue, so um, as we move forward into the E, or C7, rather, C7, flat 9, um, in order to keep this B flat ringing, hopefully, and change the chord, um, it seemed better to hold this chord shape with individual fingers. Which, now that I think about it, um, but anyway, I'll get back to that. But um, So then I can kind of keep that third finger down and move these other fingers over to give myself a, a C7 flat 9, which is really kind of a G diminished 7 shape as far as what I'm doing. But um, there will be a C in the bass. But yeah, that backing up, that sort of brings up, you know, there are some technical kind of, kinds of issues that arise. Like if you play this uh, C-sharp minor 7, which I played earlier, notice fingers 2 and 3 are, are kind of on the same fret. They're on adjacent strings. And, you know, what happens with the... With the uh, the shapes there uh, is that they they end up on the first two strings if you play you know those shapes with individual fingers. So I began to think on some of these I might even just rather than barring the first two strings, maybe I'll use the individual fingers so that it shifts a little better to so let's say that to that. Or this F major seven to the F my uh, C sharp minor seven, right? So so that that may be something that I end up doing. Um, as far as some of the, some of these chords, um, it gets kind of interesting. There's the this uh, you know plurality concept um, that we've talked about from time to time. Uh, that comes up. So you notice here we have F minor 7, uh, or F minor 11, really. 
and then we have third inversion. I haven't really decided how I'm going to notate if I want to notate it. I think I'm going to leave that note just kind of single. Now notice if I put, I, I have this chord shape, which keeps coming up again and again in this tune, uh, or this arrangement anyway. So F minor 7, if we put that over the B flat, we end up with the B flat 9 sus, okay? So there's this relationship between the two and the five. There's sort of like an intermediary, almost like stopover point um, in between those, which is the five sus chord or or the two over over the five root note. That's, anyway, that's kind of of interest, right? Because you kind of go right back to that F minor seven, and then the F. Uh, minor 11, really. Okay, and then we finally get the B flat 7 and it's altered. And then back to this E flat major 7. Right? So, really, this shape comes up quite a lot. Okay, and then we play this note again. And then we go up. Kind of play the same thing. Three frets to the right. Just something you hear in a lot of tunes. It's a very refreshing sound for for everything to go up a minor third like that. Okay, four. Really going through the same. This is that same process. to this G flat major seven. And then I decided here, actually th this rest was the first one that I, I thought I really just wanted to have a rest there. And um, I'd like to get this, this chord going. Actually, I didn't notate this in. Um, so I just notated this this morning. Okay, this is kind of a cool chord. Um, a little, a little different, right? Because we have we have this um, third on on top. I've got this callus just kind of, or my fingernail kind of really digging into my callus, which is really, really painful at the moment. Um, anyway, we've got the third on the top. Let me see. That's better. We've got the third on the top. Okay, so we have the root and the fifth down low. Um, so I'm changing those up. I'm playing a nine and a thirteen on the low end. Anyway, and we get this like kind of half step. So I'm gonna I'm trying to think about how I want that to lay out with the dynamics and, and the volume, but I think that's gonna be kind of a cool moment. Or it might end up just being subtle and not that important, but I'd I'd like to kind of draw that out. Um make that sound kind of cool because I, I think it's a neat voicing. And I, th I think having the rest before it kind of gives gives the listener an idea like, oh, maybe what happened? You know, there's nothing there. Uh, and, and then, uh, you know, then 
giving them you know something two beats later. Okay, and then kind of we're kind of we're, we're back, you know. So if you were maybe arranging this, you might want to try to do something maybe a little different. I don't know, but I'm I'm keeping it the same. Okay, again, might want to switch it up in different fingerings here um, with the same shape just to set up this next shape. Might be just easier to get to since we're using the same two fingers. And then we're playing through that and then we'll go into here. So here we kind of have to use individual fingers. Now I'm not sure, I, you know, I was thinking about maybe going through these changes and trying to accommodate some of these chords, but so we'll see about that. I might, I might work that in. I don't know. Um, anyway, or I was thinking I would probably keep it kind of the same, just sort of simple. Okay, and then uh, again, F minor, seven. Now here it changes it up a little bit. We have first inversion of D minor seven flat five. Okay, and then we're gonna go way up here. Now some of this I, I think I talked about on the harmonizing melody. So some of these ideas came up, but I changed this a little bit. Did it C minor six, and then I'm gonna go to that same shape again, C minor. Now it's noted as C minor or B flat, and I'll let the bass take care of that. Okay, and then we're gonna go down here. Okay. I think we went over this as well. Have you noticed it's a, it's a kind of a good study in first four strings, right? So I, I think I'm pretty much putting this as all top four strings here. Okay, and then we get G minor, and then the F minor to the B flat, seven alt. The root of that chord is in the melody, so you don't want to alter that. Uh, part not that you could alter the root note, but you don't want to put we don't want to put anything other than the melody on top here So I've got the flat seven three and then the flat 13 And then we're back to this And then I thought I'd just write in a little turnaround based on a, um, a One six two five really Kind of straightforward. So it's like a C7, flat 13, to F minor 9, to um, you know, B flat 7, flat 13 also. So, and then I'll probably have the video just kind of fading out. And then finale just added this measure. Anytime you do something on the last measure, it just adds another measure, whatever reason. 
Um, but um, maybe there is a good reason for that. I don't know. Um, so I always have kind of my battles with uh, with finale, and um, I think I've talked about this on the channel before. But um, you know, when um, a student of mine was a jazz theory student of mine, just pointed out that well, music is it is uh, kind of complicated. So I guess you would um, it would be hard to write a program for music notation. And I mean. Music notation is pretty complicated. I mean, um, um, I don't know if music itself is, but I guess it can be. Anyhow, so that does that does make sense. But um, um, so as a side note, I've been I've been working on uh, learning new score, which is going to take a while because it's just uh, it's a little different, but. Um, a little opt optimistic about it, um, and I've been using that that site for um, finding finding some notations. Uh, I was really getting some great practice in um, the last last week, but the last two days, not so much. Um, but uh, but that's been it's been uh, kind of nice. But I guess there are trade offs. Um, so anyhow, um, but I've got to you know keep up with it. But I had to um, do a few things. There are always Things I need to do. Um, I guess like any anybody anybody. Um. But generally, it's really nice to um, at least get some warm-up period. Um, I think it's almost completely uh, necessary, really, to uh, warm up for a period of time for really kind of performing. So um, I'm not going to play too much today. But um, but I hope you found this talk uh, of value to you. So if um, uh, if you did check this out on the uh, YouTube or not the YouTube channel, but if on the podcast and you would like to um, see video version of it, um, check out youtube.com forward slash fretprints. That is uh, uh, where you should be able to find some uh, information about the membership there on YouTube. So, uh, and those of you who are checking this out on YouTube, uh, thanks for your membership and your support. I should have this video out, I think, by the weekend. So I'm really behind on a, on a video. I don't like to go more than a month, that's for sure, on uh, putting out, you know, like a, some video 
for the you know kind of main channel um but uh but doing uh four or five usually five it, vi live streams um and videos for uh the member area here on uh on youtube so um all right everybody thanks for checking this out and i will see you all in the next one